my fingers quite fast these days. <laughs> I've got a very good finger action, actually. <laughs> this is the episode about Matt's finger action. Yeah. Aren't you glad we, we started We thought we talked about my then. headphone situation. No, we're talking about your fingers now. Yeah. That was actually the first thing I was going to mention, your headphones. <laughs> yeah, but no, no, no we're on to the fingers now. You've distracted me from the headphone yeah. situation. <laughs> so... The listeners, I've lost my headphones, so if it seems like I can't hear anything, it's probably because I can't. Yeah. Yeah, that, I think that sums up my situation on our end, because we're here together, our end. We've lost our headphones. Yeah, yeah. And even though we're in the same room, we might have trouble hearing each other. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I can be really quiet when I want to. Yeah, so I have to blast up the headphones, even though Matt's sitting next to me. Yeah. Right here. Yeah, I mean, I really should stop whispering. Kind of. You should. You should. It, it confuses me. Yeah. And then I have to sort out the sound levels when we're done. So it's manic. Yeah. Or, so, you know, you should get your ears tested. I, I, the thing is, I did have problems with my ears and hearing all through growing up. Mm. And I used to go to the, all these different hospitals as an outpatient. All these different hospitals, even like the fancy ones, yeah. trying to figure out what it was. But it was just my sinuses. Because they realise, oh, in summer yeah. she can't hear. In winter she can hear. My, my sister so, yeah. had grommets. What's that? It's, I, I forget, it's, it's something you get in your ear. But it's, yeah, she used to have loads of like, problem, problems with her ears when she was younger. Oh, I just have she problems always with everything. Problems. Like, she had asthma and everything else. Yeah, I think every time I went to the doctor, I had to be referred for something yeah. to the hospital. Literally every time. It's just uh, so attention-seeking of her, you know. <laughs> as we said, I mean, see, this is the person who has a birthday the day after 9-11. I mean, come on, how selfish is that? <laughs> uh, some things we can't joke about, Matt. People are still touchy. Like, oh, thousands, of, like tons of people died. It's been 14, but a lot of people died. Yeah, but it was worth it. In the <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying now. <laughs> you better <laughs> edit that out. <laughs> I'm not editing anything out. You better do. <laughs> I'm not having... <laughs> to be fair, George Bush used, an excuse, used it as an excuse to kill like a shit ton of Middle Easterners, didn't he? True. And steal oil from... Iraq. Yeah. So, so it, um, it worked out end. for George Bush yeah. and the American, you know, money, economics, economics, mm. economy, the American economy. And, and Britain, actually. Everyone that was involved in that unjust war got a piece of their oil share, so. Yeah. <laughs> Very but political, not day. even five minutes in. <laughs> Our cars run quite well, though, so. Yeah, positive yeah well. Thing. Yeah, we but did well, a lot of people died, so. Um, ah, yeah. People die I'd, I'd rather walk and you know <laughs> let a few people live. Yeah. If, if walking means people get to live, I think. But then that goes against my um, you know, my world domination plan, doesn't it? Yeah. Where I kill off loads of people to survive. I mean, they, I'm they, very they conflicted. Didn't go out there to kill the Iraqis. I don't think that's what they intended. No, to. but they knew that was going to happen, yeah, didn't they? they? Know it's kind of going to be a consequence of war. So. Yeah, that's and why it, not many. It, that's why not many pe- countries back them. They knew what it was about. Yeah, and it did go disastrously. So and come on, like there were soldiers fighting in the war against it for crying out loud. Yeah. Like they did that thing. Yeah, they they were even protesting. What was it last year or the year before about the unjust war? Yeah, <sighs> yeah. 
Ooh, this is too heavy, political for this early. Mm. This early. We're supposed to be having a joke chit-chat before we get into the gritty stuff. Yeah. This early. And, and plus, you know, we've, we've expressed our love for the government in past episodes, so, you know... But then, it, that's what I'm saying, we're really conflicted. Sometimes we're bitching, sometimes we're backing them. Yeah. Isn't that... Well, then we're just citizens of the world, aren't we, really? Yeah. We're normal people. We can never people. make our minds up. <laughs> yeah, we're normal people, especially about the government. We can never make your mind up. Yeah. You hate them, but then you support them in certain things. Yeah. We're too emotional, I think. Yeah, we really are. Yeah. Our, our dictatorship is going to be emotionally run. Loads of people are going to end up dying because of it. Yeah. Well, Hitler was quite emotional, they say, in a way. Yeah. Yeah, seriously, mentioning Hitler, man. I think you just uh, he, do it he, just for kicks hero. at this he's point. Hero, <laughs> he's not my hero. <laughs> you do this for kicks, don't you? This, you mention Hitler. Well, we've had a good run. We've been behaving lately. We've barely mentioned Hitler. And yeah. now... But to admit the reason we're doing this podcast is because of Hitler. How how does Hitler have Taking anything to do with anything? <laughs> yeah, but he's our, Hitler wasn't the only one that tried doing that. Hitler isn't the only one that tried doing that. Yeah, but he was probably... The most successful. the best at doing it. <laughs> oh, we're singing his I, I, I'm still against Hitler. <laughs> Stop it, Matt. Yeah, I think he was a naughty boy. He did a, a couple of things that were a little bit suspect, but... <laughs> he was a naughty boy. Yeah. <laughs> well put, well, well we put, Matthew. was a slap on the wrist, I mean, that's all we need to do. We didn't need to declare war on him. <laughs> Okay, how many million people died in the wars? Oh, just a couple of people, you know. <laughs> just numbers. God, God you're going to get arrested <laughs> after this episode goes up. Oh, yeah, you know yeah. what? I'm going to gonna shop you to the police oh, myself. <laughs> I'm going to shop you myself. <laughs> I'm, I'm so oh, going to tell on you. I should have done this before we recorded. <laughs> yeah, and like I hand over, I hand over the recordings that we don't air to the police as well. You and yeah, your Savile drama and your Hitler you love. You wanted to shoot the Queen. I did not. You put those words in my no, mouth. That's treason. That's treason. I'm, I'm just merely saying Hitler was maybe slightly misjudged. I mean, really, that's all I'm saying. I think. I think You're, maybe you we should stop. Than I, do. I think maybe we should stop talking about shooting the Queen and Hitler. Yeah, uh, well, like Hitler just, does have just, a part of, oh, of what we're going to be doing in this podcast. Well, yeah, it was in the same. Well, okay, yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, so you I, never I know. It might be directly because of Hitler. We don't know. That's the thing. That's the big mystery, yeah. isn't it? Well, that's one of yeah. the big mysteries. There's a lot of mysteries for this one. I don't yeah, know how we're going to talk about all of it. So, uh, what are we doing? Yeah. We are doing Stendek. And by you know Stendek, you about? mean the stardust plane that crashed in, well, disappeared in 1947. Yeah. Their last message before it disappeared in 1947. Was ETA Santiago seventeen point four five hours Stendek, and that was in Morse code. Yeah. And after that, that was their last transmission, and they disappeared for a number of years until nineteen ninety eight to nine uh, to, to, till two thousand, because the first sighting of it was in nineteen ninety eight. But they didn't actually discover all the remains until two thousand. And what so is it time for now, Matthew? Oh, okay. What is it time Don't for now, Matthew? Music. <laughs> You're getting way too excited about doing that now. Where we talk about stuff. You need to cue yourself in. We shouldn't have to tell you what time it is. It's Chico time. 
dun, dun, dun. We should edit <laughs> so that Chico time music in. You just want me to randomly just go intro music at some point. Intro music. I, I, I think our theme tune should now be the Chico time song. It's Chico time. Yeah, we could do. I mean, yeah, we could do. Why not? Do need, I think Chico need needs a bit more like love. That to kind of override the darkness sometimes. Yeah, yeah. We do get a bit yeah, I was talking sometimes. to yeah. I was talking to Chris earlier, and I was saying how we're more sensible when he's not around, and we do like more, you know, yeah, d- darker topics. Like at some point, we're soon we're going to be doing the Limburg baby as well. I was really and up he about did, that um, last night. Yeah, and we did Doctor Crippen the other week. Yeah, and he was just like, "Oh no, you're not more mature. Uh, mature. You're just less fun when I'm not around." <laughs> and I was like, "Ah, oh, thanks." And I told him the topics, and he was like, "That's dark shit, man." I was like, "Yeah, no." Yeah. I was telling him through this at prison visitation, by the way, so... Yeah. With that, yeah, he's that still there. bit of glass between you and stuff like that. No, they don't have bits of glass now. That's in the movies. He didn't do, oh. like, a violent crime. So he can be in, like... It's like a cafeteria place. So we sit there and talk. All right. And we're not allowed to touch each other because we might be passing him drugs or a shank or uh, something. Yeah, I wouldn't let Chris touch you. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, let him touch me on any d- any given day, let alone in prison. You don't know where he's been, so... That's true. <laughs> I mean, we've already covered the fact that he streaks through schools. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm bet, I bet he's upset that he's going to be missing this week's topic on the Stardust incident. Yeah. Disappearance thing. It's a shame it didn't... It, this plane didn't explode, because then it could have been called <laughs> the Stardust <laughs> yeah, that's a shame. Explosion. That's a, that's, a, that's a shame, isn't it, where a plane doesn't explode? Yeah, but it could have been the Stardust explosion. <laughs> I think I know where the depressingness comes from. Where? Why? You. Me? No, I think it's It's you. a shame that the plane didn't explode, <laughs> and you were okay with 9-11 and Hitler. Yeah, I mean, these things... Mate, we're not, even, we're not even, like, 15 minutes into this, and you're already painting a really... What if this is someone's first episode listening? <laughs> well, you know, at least we're being upfront and honest. We're not deceiving people. We? No, you're putting words in my mouth. <laughs> OK, you, you wanted to kill the Queen. And you said you other things. I did podcasts. not even say that. Yeah, you said you wanted to basically be the British version of Joseph Fritzel. <laughs> no. You did, remember? You said you wanted to. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah, you did. You said you were going to bring up a child. Listeners, your, Matt's making shit up, okay? We're not even allowed to talk about Joseph Fritzel in my house. My dad thinks it's too disgusting. And really? I don't agree with my, da- with my dad on a lot of stuff, but mm. that's one of the things I do agree with him on. <laughs> yeah, but you brought him up in the podcast, didn't you? No, I didn't. I'm pretty sure you did. But, but anyway. I never said that I wanted to be like him. I said I'd keep my kid in a dungeon and just teach him that, that, the opposite so of everything better. that's right. Yeah, yeah. I did not say that I would breed with him and kill the offspring. I said I would teach him the opposite of no, what is right and then set him off into the world. Podcast, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Matt. This is in the public domain. Fuck you, Matt. You're not putting words into my. Just fuck off. We'll get back to this. What topic are we talking about this week, Matt? We're talking about Stendek. Stendek. Okay. So, what the hell is Stendek? Which is the major question. Right. Or should we go through the history of the plane and what happened? Yeah. The type of plane it was was. It was one of the best planes around at the time. 1947. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of the Lancastrian, which was a, a plane that was used a lot in the war, but it been kind of adapted for more kind of like commercial use. Which is what it was doing at this yeah. point in time. So, yeah, this is 1947, and it's flying 
from Buenos Aires. That's in Argentina. And you got to remember, no, this really? is a, yeah, this is a time when uh, relations between Argentina and Britain were Britain and America, because yeah. Well, Argentina and Britain and America were a bit dodgy. So um, purely because Argentinians love Nazis more than that, and they were taking them in. There's also, I think, uh, isn't the Falklands an issue? Yeah, but that's still going on. That's always been an issue. Yeah, but I think the only difference is because of Nazis. At this point. Um, I mean, Argentina and Britain have always had the Falklands thing. But that, again, is a podcast for another day, isn't it? Yeah, uh, when we've conquered the world. And we take over the Falklands. Britain and Argentina don't get jack shit. Yeah, they won't be bothered about it then. No, they won't. So it's flying from um, Buenos Aires to Santiago in Chile. And this means it's got to go over the Argentine in Andes, which is, like, Big mountains. I think. I think. I watched a documentary where they said it's like the second highest kind of a lot of mountains after Everest. Well, mountains are high. Yeah, well, we don't well need observed. to get into it. Mountains are high. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, <laughs> That's all we need to know. It's got to fly over there. And what's interesting about this flight, and we may go into the people a bit more, but we'll just give you uh, some like examples of the people who. I are love on the board. passenger manifest. Yeah. <laughs> um, the first one. There's a Palestinian returning home from Chile. No, her returning home. Who may home or may Chile. not. Yeah. Who may or may not have had a diamond sewed into yeah. his jacket. Um, so obviously. People are kind of attracted to him. There's other people like there's a. Shall I? Shall I do it? Because I've got the list here. Yeah, well, I've got, I've got a list as well, but it's in a funny order. Okay, well, there's also a South American agent of like Dunlop tires. You know those tires from. Yeah. I don't know. I think are they Chinese or Japanese or something? They're, they're a tire company. Yeah. Everyone knows of them. Um, and he used he used to be the tutor of the yeah. Prince uh, Michael. Of Romania. I didn't even know Romania had a royal family. So that's why I messaged Julia after I read this. And I was like, <laughs> Romania have a royal family? And she said, yeah. She said the Avrams, because that's Julia's name. Julia's a member of the royal family? No, I think she was shitting with me. Oh. So um, I don't think she was being genuine. If she was a member of the royal family, and she lived the way she did... <laughs> yeah. She lived hand to mouth. I don't, I don't think any royal family members live like that. <laughs> but, yeah, well, I mean, places like Sweden and Denmark still have royal families. But, in general, mm. they are okay. don't exist so much anymore. Yeah, why does anyone, everyone just care about the British one? They're, like, the least interesting ones. At least the ones from Monaco, they're quite interesting and they're very good to look at. But that's because they've got Grace Kelly's blood, don't they? So, yeah. yeah. All right, so another passenger was a German retiree. Yeah. She was returning to Chile, and she'd been held up because of, you know, a little thing called the war. Yeah. She was supposed to go back ages ago, earlier, but... um the bloody war happened and it inconvenienced her travel plans. Yeah, and her being German, obviously, um, kind of, there were suspicions that, yeah. that she may have been like a former Nazi or something. In her 70s, must have been very dangerous. <laughs> and also, there was um, a British civil servant known as the King's Messenger. And this is like very much, he's big in like the di- diplomatic kind of world. Man, you got to that before me. Yeah, well, he's the most interesting, and I thought I'd say it because you know. Yeah, I know, but th- that's why he was going to go last in this podcast. <laughs> of course, I mean, you you love <laughs> bad things. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think, but he was carrying. No, what I found funny, found interesting, he's carrying a diplomatic b- bag. 
bag yeah. that he was going to give to the UK embassy. What was in that bag? I couldn't find out what was in that bag. No, nor did I. But that's something I we really want to know what's in that bag later yeah. on. Yeah. So, yeah, um, the date was uh, August the 2nd, 1947. Can I just say, before I forget, 1947 is also when the Roswell incident supposedly yeah, happened. Yeah, I was going to... Um, and my mum was born, so there's theory yeah. that my mum's an alien. We mentioned that in a, <laughs> yeah. a previous podcast. But, that, no, it made me sort of doubt myself, because we slated the Roswell incident, like, so badly yeah. a few weeks ago. But it made me doubt myself. I was like, these two things happened in the same year. Oh, but those things <laughs> happened in the same year, though. I know, but it's it's a connection, isn't it? Yeah. Like a plane disappearing and a crash mm. in Rosal, New Mexico uh, in the same year. We can't blame my mum for this one, though, because she wasn't born at that no, time. She, she was born October of 47, so my mum's faultless in this one. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because she was the reason for the Roswell incident. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I mean, it's... Obviously. It, it just, it can, you know, what else explains it, really? I don't I, know, I don't know anyone that was born in... as some of the other theories that have been put out, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, it's a personal connection to you, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's just yeah. all about me, really. <laughs> yeah, so um, the captain was Reginald Cook, and he was a very kind of experienced and decorated wartime flyer. He was an RAF, yeah. like, flyer, wasn't he? Yeah. Flyer, pilot, flyer... Yeah, that's my vocabulary. He's an RAF flyer. So, um, you know, you can have asked for a more, like, dependable crew in some ways. I've, I think he'd had experience flying over the Andes as well, I think. So mm. well, this wasn't, like, new to him. So you, you wouldn't have thought anything was going to really go wrong at this point. But then they say yeah, that Yeah, because about their weather was even less de- dependable than our weather forecast. Yeah. So, as we said earlier, this plane was really one of the, like, most sophisticated planes of the time. It could fly at speeds of 310 miles per hour, which is bloody fast. Just bloody yeah, fast. I, mean... I love how British we are sometimes. <laughs> and then, like, we swear at each other, and then we say pardon. Yeah. I was talking to Chris about this as well, and it's like, we're so polite, yet we're swearing at each other and telling each other to fuck off constantly. Yeah. That's what made me laugh. I'm going to dive out a little bit. My, my nan always used to go on about us saying, pronouncing our uh, T's properly. Oh, yeah, they do F's. that. Because, you know, like... And ours as well. Yeah. So, like, shower. But then she was the person that instead of saying pardon, she'd say, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you what, mate? Yeah. Well, she was actually... Wait, what London. year was your grandmother born? Because she might have been the reason for this. Was she the German passenger? No, I, I mean, my nan was English as far as I know. I mean, I, I, was, uh. I, mean, I wasn't alive for most of her life, so I couldn't kind of swear on it. Oh, really? You were born in 1991 and you didn't really know your grandmother that well? Well, I knew her, for, but I wasn't alive for, for her life, was I? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> She'd been alive nearly 70 years at that point. Yeah. Um, so um, I'm, I'm not going to blame her just yet. So Grandfather? No, let's move on, <laughs> let's move on. Um, and this uh, plane could fly at heights of well over 20,000 feet, which might not sound too much now, but you've got to remember this is 1947. And so it was, and this was sufficient enough to kind of clear the, tallest peaks in the area so obviously because otherwise they wouldn't have been trying to go over the mountains no they would not um you just paused so i figured i have to say something yeah. um <laughs> and so the plane used morse code which i think had been around for quite a while at that point i think i think morse code's been around for almost years. forever yeah. well not forever but a really long time yeah so that, that we should have really googled that before <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the flight... Um, but can I just say, like, before we move on, Morse code, the people that know it are really smart because I've looked at so many, but I can't tell the difference between any yeah. of it. 
It's just so weird to me. They're all like dashes and dots and things, and I don't get isn't it. Like, I don't understand how anyone would get it. And isn't there like um, the length of like the dashes as well are meant to be like important? Oh, is it? Like okay, that. then then it's a lot smarter than yeah, I thought it was, it, which was bl- pretty bloody smart to begin with. Yeah. Um, so the flight takes off quite normally, and it's going quite normally, and you know nothing appears to be going wrong. Then uh, the like air traffic control kind of people, they get a message that I think you you said it earlier. Yes, it was ETA, which means estimated time of arrival. Yeah, Santiago seventeen point four five hours. Stendek in capital yeah. letters. So that's S T E N D E C. At this point, um, the air traffic control people are led to believe from what their plane said about four minutes away or something. Yeah. So so fairly close to the yeah. arrival spot. So everyone's prepared for this plane to be getting there quite soon. Um, but the stand deck kind of froze them a bit because this isn't like a recognised um, aviation kind of language. And even like it's, it doesn't even like make a, a Spanish word. Which yeah. Guess... So that's why they asked him to repeat yeah. it and he did repeat the same thing twice. So he did it three times. It's not like he made a mistake the first time. Yeah, so it's obviously what he wanted to say we assume and but after that you know second time of sending that there was no more messages received from the plane and the plane never arrived yeah and so and after obviously after it the time of arrival had gone past um people obviously starting to realize there's something wrong here which is quite good because usually flights are delayed for hours and no one seems to give a shit yeah as this one a few minutes passes, and yeah, people are going batshit. Yeah, um, and so uh, there was an extensive aerial search was mounted. To be honest, it can't have been that extensive. Mm, uh, well, it, apparently it was actually, but there's a good reason why they didn't find it, but we uh, might have to wait a little bit for that. I, I never understood why they couldn't find it if they were only a few minutes away from their destination. And okay, the I'll, I'll captain, explain why they yeah. didn't find it. Okay. When they hit the mountain, You've got to remember this mountain's covered in snow. It caused mm-hmm. an avalanche which covered the whole plane. So you wouldn't oh, okay. have seen it even if you were looking but, hard. But wouldn't you have noticed that there had been an avalanche recently? Not necessarily. Isn't that what you'd look for next to a mountain? Not necessarily. Because anything can cause an avalanche. You can't tell there's been an avalanche. Because you just remember it's all snow. You're not going to necessarily notice, unless you've a really detailed kind of idea of where all the snow is. Yeah, but that's what I mean. It all feels an extensive search. Wouldn't you try and look in the snow? No, because is, avalanches could happen over, like, the most minuscule things, can't yeah, they? Yeah, but it is quite deep snow, though. Mm. So you wouldn't necessarily... I mean, I'm not sure how much of the actual kind of mountain they looked at. I mean, it was... I mean, I was watching a documentary where they said there was quite, a, like, a big search for it. But they just just never found it. So, I mean, I don't know whether they were actually on the mountain, like... I mean, I saw a documentary where it was even the modern kind of crews that were going up there. It is quite, quite hard to get up there. I mean, really? Because I thought it was like when I couldn't find something, as in I look around my room and I tell my mum I can't find it, and she tells me to look in a million places, and then <laughs> I pretend that I've looked in those million places and say I can't find it, so she comes into my room and gets it for me. Yeah, um, unfortunately, I thought it was these more like guys can have your mum with them, so... <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. My mum would have found that easy. 
um, but I mean, even like from even nowadays, it takes oh, it it takes I mean, a good five days to get up there. You start, okay, you start yeah, it sort of makes sense because then you have to get yeah. mules and then you have to walk the the rest. So it's it's not kind of the easiest place to get to. I'm, I'm not entirely yeah. sure whether they did that then, but they did they did do quite extensive like aerial searches. And obviously, okay. you're not it does sort of make sense. Going to be able to see that well from the aerial kind of stuff. You're not going to see everything from the air. Yeah. So, it, I was wondering why, like, some hikers spotted it in 1998, but then they didn't discover it until 2000. That I, I felt that gap was a bit wide. Yeah. Because seeing as though the hikers saw a piece of it, went back, relayed the message to the townsfolk or whoever. Yeah. And they thought it was that missing plane. Yet they didn't discover. They didn't actually go up and get it. And like salvage it until 2000. Um, so it's I a two year gap. Yeah, I don't think, and I forget what, I think there was a reason why they couldn't go up. I think it was to do with the weather or something, why they couldn't go uh, immediately up. And I think it just kind of got delayed, I think, in the end. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, well, it wasn't pressing. Those people are going to be long dead anyway, anyway, so. Yeah, but it, there's a really like, um, the reason why it disappeared for so long, why we n- couldn't see it until it kind of suddenly reappeared in the 90s, which mystified everyone at the time. I think this is uh, a, a good time to kind of go over. I don't think there's much more to go on about, is there? No, we've we've covered the journey the of crash, the plane. Yeah. The, well, the, yeah, the plane. Um, and we'll, um, because we've only come to understand precisely what happened after this. Yeah. What happened. So it's only in the last kind of... Well, it was only in kind of, I think, the early 2000s they worked out what they think happened. At the time, yeah. Well, they think it's not like it's not based on fact. It's well, some facts, some assumptions. Because yeah. there's no way to know conclusively what happened. Yeah, which uh, and that kind of leads conspiracy theories, which we'll come on to. We've been doing a lot of conspiracy yeah. theories lately. We're getting into that, aren't we? <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, basically, what happened when it went into this avalanche was it just got buried, and so this kind of s- snow just, I think, turned into ice. Yeah. And so basically, for years, it was just under this ice but it's always slowly moving i believe i think yeah like the world is slowly moving anyway like the plates are rubbing up against each other everything is moving so all all this time over 50 years it's gradually just moving down and i think what happened it went into the kind of the deepest parts of this ice so there's a um so at one point you you know it was so far down but um because the ice isn't level so eventually it starts to kind of thin out, and that's why we start seeing the plane again as it gradually... Because mm. as it moves down the, the mountain, the, the ice is thinner, and so it starts to slowly kind of pop out of the ice until eventually there's no ice at all, and that's how we find this plane again after 50 years. I say we find nature found it for us, you lazy yeah, buggers. So it's um, it's so it's kind of an example of like a great kind of geographical. Yeah, you never know. We might find that Malaysian Airlines flight. Well, they find the, found a bit of it. Well, they'll probably find the rest of it in about seventy years. Yeah, I mean that is different. I mean that is kind of literally one of the most remote parts yeah. of the world, the Indian Ocean. So I'm not. Yeah. Sure, I'm not so hopeful. Yeah, we're never going to find yeah. it. Oh, it's in the ocean or somewhere. We are beacons of hope for the families, though. <laughs> 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 no, but like sometimes hope is bad because you don't get yeah. to move on with the rest of your life. To be there, sometimes you need to put it to bed. To be because I've been watching Hand of God and there's this guy that's on life support. His wife wants to take him off so she can move on with his life so he could be at peace. Yeah. Whereas his father wants him to stay on, so he's fighting to have him stay on. Yeah. So yeah, sometimes it's better for people to move on. 
Yeah. Give up and well, not give up and move on, True. but make peace and move on. I think that is the problem they've had with the plane, kind of not having any kind of sign of it at all. Yeah. So, um, and it was the same with this case. That, uh, there was a lot of, um, like, a lot of the families, just because there, there was no answers to what had happened. There was no sign of, like, bodies or even anything that took the plane. Apparently, a lot of the families did subscribe to the theory that aliens had taken over the plane and had flown off with it. <laughs> well, that makes sense, since they, they landed in Roswell as well. So. Yeah. Maybe 1947 was the year of the aliens. Pretty much. So we put that to bed. It was aliens. And we basically just retconned our Roswell episode. Yeah. So aliens did it. But we all know that they probably didn't. I think it's air, pilot, uh, air pirates. So I was going to say pilots. Air pirates. Air pirates. I like to, <laughs> yeah, I like to think it's air pirates. Pirates of the air. They exist. They are. Pirates actually exist, okay? They're not like the ones that you see in fiction <laughs> and Peter Pan. But there are air pirates. Ones with hooks. No. Explain more, then. I'm not kind of interested. It's people that... It's, it's like Pirates of the Sea, but for planes. They hijack planes. I think it would make, ev- it would make everything make sense. Why didn't you say hijackers? Because air, pi- air pirates sounds funner. <laughs> funner, more fun. So I think, because we've gone through the list of some of the people that were on the plane. There's various reasons yeah. why pirates would want to en- go onto that plane. And if they're professional pirates, they'll know that their ETA for the plane is soon. So they get the pilot to send out a message. But the pilot sends out the wrong message to gain someone's attention, and he sends it out three times. Yeah. And then they kill him, and crash, and then they jump out or something. They they jump out after they've crashed? No, they probably jumped out before they <laughs> crash. Um, I'm assuming they have, like, you know, what are those things? Parachutes. You know, parachutes. <laughs> yeah. What are those things? I'm assuming they had parachutes. They had yeah. parachutes in 1947, I mean, didn't they? Because it, it, it did used to be a plane that was used in the war, so I'm pretty yeah, sure it had the I, capability to do that. Yeah, that, that's it. That's, like, the only theory I have with this, because the rest of the stuff I've read doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Uh, um, because people have tried to, like, figure out what Stendek means, even in Morse code. But think about that. Pilot's experience, he's not going to mess that up. Yeah. And he's not going to put out a signal that no one else is going to understand. Yeah. So the only reason that he'd do it is because he wanted it that way. Yeah, because, I mean, one, some people's theory is that it was descent spelt backwards. But then why would he spell it backwards? It seems... Exactly. That's what I don't get. Because most of people's theories are him trying to be too smart or him being sick or him not knowing what to do. Which I don't get, because he is clearly an experienced pilot. He's been working for years. Yeah. He's been doing the same job for years. He knows protocol. The only... So I don't see him doing that. Yeah. The only kind of sensible I feel I've heard about this, but it's still a little bit, is um, there's a, um, a thing called hypoxia, which... Yeah, but it, I've looked into that as well. Is, which is oxy- oxygen de- deprivation. Because, I mean, yeah. it would have been... Um, you, they were kind of they did have to wear oxygen masks uh, at their highest kind of peak when they were flying so I, you know it, it's, it's possible but no that one doesn't hold any merit for me whatsoever doesn't because if he had hypoxia he wouldn't do things too overcomplicated like do descent backwards and he certainly and yeah, but he from what I've trying, seen he could have been trying to spell it out yeah but from what I've seen up. he wouldn't do it the same time the same thing three times yeah he wouldn't have been point. able to he wouldn't be capable to do that yeah I mean hypoxia it's last stage can lead to kind of like unconsciousness 
Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't think he'd be capable to send out the same message three times. Yeah, so we're, we're sceptical about that one. I'm sceptical about everything that I've read about decoding this STEM tech thing. Yeah. I don't think I, any I, of it makes sense. I really don't think we're going to be able to answer <laughs> this one. So basically, we, we told you the story to not give you any sort of outcome. Yeah. Well, I've given you my version, and I think that's, like, the only plausible one. Because think about the passengers on the plane. You've got the German woman who may have had Nazi yeah. connections. You've got the guy that used to, that had links to the royalty of Romania... And what what sort of... Because this was wartime, wasn't it? So what connection did Romania have to the war? Do you know if they were involved? Or I, were they, they were they Switzerland in this? Or I can't... Because I, I know they would go on to become a communist country. But I mm. don't... I don't know what they... I think they... Yeah, I think they did have some involvement in the war. I'm so on the Wikipedia we should have had Julia for this episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the... Um, Oh, it officially adopted a position of neutrality. However, it did have to... I think it had to get involved because the situation was changing in 1940 and there was a lot of Mm. uh, domestic political upheaval. Get involved as in the German side or everyone else's side? Well, it's, it's a bit split because there's a fascist side of Romania that wanted to have an alliance with Nazi Germany. Mm, yeah. Um, so, well, to be fair, yeah, that's still a tenuable link to the royal family, isn't it? Him being the former Tudor. Yeah. And he's an executive in his own right, so maybe it was his money, who knows? Yeah. And then you've got the Palestinian guy with the diamond. We don't know where the diamond came from. I don't think there's any record of the diamond coming from anywhere. It was sewed, in, it was sewn into his jacket. Yeah. So, um... How did they know it was sewn into his jacket, though? I don't know. I, I just... Like, how was that public record? I'm not sure whether that, that's just become, like, a myth or something, because... Yeah, maybe it was Chinese whispers. The, the, the most, like, evidence is, uh, I've just heard alleged. But it, I've not yeah, heard that's what I've heard, but I've heard that on so many different websites that I've read. Yeah. I've heard he had the diamond. But where did that come from? It might, Maybe it was just to glor- uh, glamorise or glorify the yeah. actual story, trying to give it some meat. It's, it's South American known for kind of diamonds. Mm. Or even yeah. Palestine. Yeah, my, it's Palestine. Maybe. maybe it was a special diamond. Yeah. So, we, yeah, I mean... One that, maybe he'd stolen the diamond from someone else and they decided to pirate the... Um, the plane. Yeah, it does appeal to kind of like ideas of kind of diamond stealing and stuff like that. Which, if yeah. you watch a lot of like old films, they love that kind of thing. Like, did you never watch Blood Diamond? A lot of people got killed over that one diamond. Yeah, that's why it's called Blood Diamond, I guess. But yeah, um, yeah. As, uh, unfortunately, they didn't kill DiCaprio in that, did they? They did. He died. Oh, they did. Oh, he dies and everything. He died. Except he did a die everything. Like I remember, I remember watching that, and I was like, "There's no way Di- DiCaprio's going to die <laughs> yeah. at this point." So he's like the hero of the movie. He's the bad guy that turns good, yeah. and then he dies, and I'm just like, "Oh fuck, he died again." And this was just after I'd watched. I'd have like I'd had like a DiCaprio day, so yeah. I'd watched two other films where he died, and I was just like, "For fuck's sake!" Yeah, again. Yeah, well, I mean, he deserves to die. <laughs> yeah. Okay, those passengers aside, because we've also got the secret... Well, not the secret service agent, the civil servant that was carrying the um, the bag. Yeah, so you think there's a good reason for someone to want to crash that plane? Yeah, I think there's many reasons. The passengers themselves. Yeah. Um, was, that, and the this is wartime... also interesting, because obviously there's kind of... It, it, Palestine is an area... Even back then, it was an area of... of relations weren't good. 
obviously no. through the creation. <laughs> I don't think Israel. relations have ever been good, really, with Palestine, have they? Yeah, and, um, I mean, obviously the British influence over there as well. Britain did contribute to that whole <laughs> problem, so... Oh, yeah, no, Britain do a lot of shit. Yeah. That's it, that's my whole point, Britain do a lot of shit. So, yeah. I think the world would genuinely be better off if we were a dictatorship. Like, we were the heads of the dictatorship. Yeah. I think less people would actually end up dying, and there'd be less wars. It's a good excuse for us to gain power, so, yeah. No, no, it's not an excuse. I actually genuinely believe that the world would be a better place. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, at least we'd just kill British people, I mean... No, we just kill, like, the useless people of society. They're not just British, because there's some useful British people. Yeah. Um, Hot British actors, mainly, but... You kill hot British actors? No, 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 they're the ones that we'd leave alive. Oh, no, I'd kill them. (laughs) No, 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 we'd leave them alive, and they'd, like, they'd do plays for me in my front room. (laughs) I'm sure they'd love that. (laughs) Anyway... Anyway, let's We're go back on topic. now, so <laughs> yes. we don't want to go there. <laughs> um, no, but it's, it's, you can't go there without parental supervision. Yeah. There is an official theory for what happened. Shall we talk yeah. about that? No, well, I'm not done. Did they ever find the bag that was with the... Um, the diplomatic bag that was with the civil servant? Did they find it in the wreckage? Do you know? Because I, I couldn't see that. I couldn't find that. Yeah. I, I don't... I can't remember if I watched the documentary where they did. Oh, okay. I'm not sure, but I mean, I'm not sure how because well it if, was. Because if, if there was no, like, if we didn't find the diamond or the bag in the wreckage, that means, uh, you know, that means my pirate idea is really plausible, isn't it? Yeah. Or maybe they just wanted to steal the actual plane, because there's a theory with the Malaysian Airlines plane that was terrorists that wanted to steal the plane and they wanted to use it for their own misdeeds. Yeah. We really should do a podcast on H370, actually. On what? On the uh, Malaysian plane. It's a good one. I don't think it's been long enough since the plane crash. We need more information, to be honest. I it's know, a, it yeah, still I think go, we need more information. We still get some interesting theories out of it. Yeah, we can theorise about it. But, yeah, maybe in, like, a couple of months' time. We don't want too many plane things in one go, do we? No, true. Should I, should I say the official theory of how yeah, they think it's The official theory is that they were all on course until... Um, and they flew into the, a jet stream, which is a, um, it's a kind of, uh, it's a natural kind of, uh, you, I don't, well, you wouldn't call it a vent, but it's kind of like a natural phenomena. Okay. Which happens, and it basically, it just, it's in that part where they do get a lot of jet streams, and they weren't so well understood back then. Mm. They, they in general didn't know they existed. So, also, you've got to remember it's a time when navigation was still, I mean, these these uh, pilots were very good at navigation, but you know when uh, it was the technology they were using wasn't. It's not like they have satellites. Yeah, I mean they were using compasses, which can be very good, but also they are liable to fail at times. So yeah, um, pretty much like anything else, to be honest. Basically, they slipped into this jet stream without realizing, and obviously this pushed them off course. And so while they thought they cleared the mountains, they hadn't. And so uh, that's how they crashed into this mountain because that always surprised people because they, um, they believed it had been four minutes away from Santiago. So obviously the first place they look is near Santiago where they think it's crashed. Yeah. And so that, that kind of, I think, put people off. And then 
kind of... They have been talking Yeah, about but wouldn't the pilot know before he's sending out that last message that he's not near Santiago? Well, he clearly... He, he, he's an experienced pilot. He, he believed he was on course. And there is, I think, a theory about mountains, because uh, it's a snowy mountain as well. There is a theory that um, when you... Uh, you mis- it's very easy to mis- mistake it for clouds, actually. Oh, OK. And stuff like that. And, and they might have just not known. They might have just come out of the cloud and it literally be right in front of them. And they've got no opportunity to warn anyone at all. Oh, OK. So I... But this, this official theory, that does not take into account Stendhal. It doesn't. There's one more thing. Did they just... What, were they just hoping that we'd forget about that? Mm. It's like when you're retconning a TV yeah. show. They're hoping I, that you forget about what happened. Because, um, I mean... Either, uh, I mean, it seems quite a calm message as well. And also, it is interesting to point out that when the plane crashed, there was no signs of that it, it tried to kind of pull up or anything like that. It had been cruising literally into the mountain. So it's believed that whoever was on board either didn't know it was a mountain or the other idea is that they were kind of deliberately trying to crash into the mountain if they knew it was there. So Which that would fit they wouldn't have idea. done. Yeah, that's true, the pirate. But I've come up with another theory now. A wormhole space and time. Wow. So maybe he was on course, and he did start sending out the message, and then he slipped into a wormhole, and the message got jumbled, sorry, and he got Stendek, and it repeated three times, and then, because it's space and time, 1998, it crashes... Or 1997, crashes into the mountain, snowed over, and then you've got the hikers that find it in 1998. Boom. Done. Wow, a wormhole. So that's a uh, a wormhole you, of space and time. Takes you forward in time or something. A wormhole of space and time. I said it about five fucking all times. Right, all right, I did that end of it though. <laughs> a wormhole of space and time. <laughs> the only wormholes I've known are when you get worms. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah, let's move on from worms. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, yeah, but that's a funny one. But yeah, I think it was the pirates. Yeah, um, the- pirates is the only thing that makes sense to me. I just, yeah, I can't buy into all the other theories. Pirates the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, um, another conspiracy theory is, um, and it's not very, I, well, I don't know how plausible, but it's it's the idea, it being an Argentina, that Nazis crashed it or something like that. That Nazis hijacked it. But but Nazis were friendly with the Argentinians. Yeah. Why would they crash a plane into Argentina? Well, it might be because of the people on board, I suppose. You've the got British the German national, you've got the Palantis, Palestinian, you've got the Brits... Yeah. Mm, possibly, I guess. Yeah. But would they, like... Yeah, I guess we've talked about that how they could have been important people. Yeah. But wouldn't they have at least let the, um... Save the German Nazi... Well, Germ- Well, we don't actually know if she had Nazi relations, we're just assuming. Yeah. She was a resident of Chile for quite a while at the time, I think. She had been in Germany at some point during her life. I think she was born there. Well, she was German, so... Yeah. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure she'd been there. So, I guess, yeah, the Nazi thing is a plausible theory, but I don't see why they would have crashed it in Argentina yeah. if they were friendly with the Argentinians. I think if it was off course anyway, they would have crashed it somewhere else. Yeah. It could be possibly that the Nazis hijacked it and then not knowing really how to fly the plane properly crashed mm, into possibly. the mountain. I mean, that's possibly. one possible theory. I mean, but if you're, if you're getting someone to hijack the plane, wouldn't you get someone that knows how to fly a plane? Yeah. but all that, pla- And what's all the point of crashing it? They well. could have... Got to, What's the point of crashing it, though? Because I, I'd feel like if they wanted to off the people on board, that's fine, but they could use the plane. Yeah. It was a good plane. They could have just taken the plane. I mean, this because the, uh, these were a lot of, like, theories that were around at the time before it was found. Mm. But obviously it being found kind of 
wrecked a few of these theories because I think a, a lot of the theories like because um, you know how all these Nazis were flying into Argentina or wherever yeah you know and all these South American countries where they're trying to hide I think like, the big theories is that they it was like taken by Nazis to kind of land somewhere yeah possibly so I mean that's one possible <laughs> kind of thing um, I don't think we got too much more on this yeah, do I? I'm still sticking with my pirate theory yeah because, yeah, like I said, it's the only one that seems makes any... I know it makes no sense to anyone else, but it makes sense to me. Yeah. But there's still, like, no real theories on Stendek, and we... Apart from my one, I think that makes it... Uh, that takes it into account. Well. He was just... <laughs> he, no, no, he was doing the gibberish because the pirates were trying to tell him to send out the usual message. Yeah. What if the pirates knew what the message was for panic or mm. SOS? Or they would know that message, wouldn't yeah. they? Because that would be widely known. So he was trying yeah. to do a jumbled mess so people would think, oh, something's wrong. Yeah, so you don't buy the official and then theory. Something, then. Yeah. Pardon? You don't buy the official theory. No, and then I think something happened. Maybe the pilot got injured or there was some sort of ruckus and they ended up flying into a mountain. Yeah. I think that would take into account the reason it was off course and the message and the fact that it crashed. Why cover it up 50 years later, though? No, I don't think Could anyone been... covered it up. Yeah, but why come up with that theory now? Me? Well, no, why would they come up with this theory, that they, the official theory? Why would they come up with it now? Just because they um, they needed some sort of theory that didn't, you know, ruin everyone's day. I suppose, I mean, they could have come up that theory to disguise uh, another theory which could have been very damaging, I suppose. Yeah, like we said, the government lie a lot. Governments yeah. all around the world lie. But for good reasons, sometimes we should act. Sometimes, yeah, it's for good reasons, but sometimes it's not. Yeah. But, or maybe they just, it was more plausible to them to let, put out that story. Yeah. Because the evidence they had, well, we're not privy to all the evidence they had. Maybe the evidence they had points more towards that yeah. than my pirate theory, but I still think my pirate theory is true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I suppose the official theory is kind of, explains explains some of it, but it still doesn't explain Stendek. No, and it's bland. I don't like it. Yeah. It does feel like it, that, that side of it's a bit underexplored. Mm. I don't think we're ever really going to know what happened to it. Yeah. Unless, you know, one of the passengers slipped in that wormhole of space and time and they show up at some point and tell mm. us what happened. I mean, someone could have survived. It has happened before. In the ice for how long? Yeah. Oh, you mean in yeah. the wormhole? Um, yeah, yeah. So no, people have survived the in wormholes. Um, there's an interesting <laughs> one about um, uh, in Chile... They had a plane crash, and um, they crashed in the ice, and they managed to survive two weeks because they turned to cannibalism. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cannibalism. You always go back to the cannibalism or the Nazis, don't you? What? I, I, I don't go on about it that often. Uh, it's been... Well, it might have been a couple of episodes since you mentioned yeah. cannibalism. But you do mention it quite a so lot. You, but, yeah, no, that, no, I know about that one. I know about that one, it's don't worry. One. But it makes sense why you would do that, because not all of you are going to survive the initial crash. Yeah. And to survive... You'll eat the remaining people. You know, it's a good documentary when someone says, you can eat my sister. So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, possible someone could have survived. So there is maybe someone out there who knows what happened. Yeah, but I'm assuming they counted the bodies and the flight manifest and checked against know, the flight I mean, manifest. I the thing is that... Um, wouldn't they, 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 well, actually, no, they think, wouldn't have told think, us if they were missing people. they discovered all the bodies. And plus, they uh, would I have been I severely get... disfigured over time. So. Yeah, but they can count, can't they? Uh, yeah, but um, you st- still might not have discovered everyone. I don't know whether everyone was discovered. That's true. They could have easily just fallen... They might have just assumed that we were falling out of the plane as it crashed or whatever, yeah. or they were jumping out. But we all know the truth. 
they slipped in that wormhole of space and time. Yeah. Or the pirates took them when they hopped off the plane before crashing it. Yeah. Or the Nazis did something with it. Or the Nazis did something, because it's always the Nazis, isn't it? Yeah. So that that's our best theories. <laughs> our best theories. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think Stendek means anything. Yeah. I, I feel sad for people that have actually worked their whole lives trying to figure out what Stendex is. Yeah. Stendex is, but I don't think it means anything. Um, it's clearly not... Well, we don't believe it's a UFO. It's clearly not. Unless, unless the Roswell thing did actually happen and they're connected, I don't believe it's a mm. UFO. And, well, it could be a UFO. Like, we what? went over the Roswell thing. UFO is unidentified yeah. flying object. It could just be another plane that you don't recognise. But we don't think it's aliens. Although aliens could have crashed it. They could have managed to get on board. An alien could have got aboard somehow. Maybe the aliens were the pirates. Yeah. So alien pirates crashed a plane. It's still possible. Your mum has a lot to answer for, Matt. Yeah, we agreed that my mum wasn't born at this time, so... Well, you never know. Aliens might not age, or they might age slower. That's why you think she was born in 1947, and she actually wasn't, and she caused this plane crash. Yeah. So perhaps my mum was really older than she was telling me. Yeah, maybe she was in her hundreds. You never know. I think that, that's a possibility, I suppose. <laughs> so your mum has a lot to answer for. Yeah, I mean, she's evil. Just pure evil. Evil. She hooked up with the Masons as well. Yeah, yeah. My dad's Mason, so I mean, he's probably behind something as well. <laughs> yeah. He's behind the Malaysian Airlines thing. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> you never know. You, you say they fake their deaths, Tarmin. Is that possibly, what you're saying? Possibly. Yeah. You never okay. know. You never no. know. My, no, my dad would have been alive at the time of this crash, though, so he could have been. Oh, and yeah, he, that's true. He was actually in the RAF at some point, I think. Was your dad the reason this plane crashed? Yeah, <laughs> he, he crashed it into the mountain. What if, like, Stendek is just them trolling people? And then yeah. they were having a laugh, and they went out of control because they, they were shitting themselves laughing, and they yeah. crashed. What if that was just it? It was as simple it, as that. They were just trying to pr- it, play a practical yeah. joke. It could have just been they were being immature. Yeah, maybe. And, and then uh, descent backwards or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> they thought they were being funny, and then <laughs> they were laughing too much, and they crashed because yeah. they were laughing too much. <laughs> It's really not that great a joke, is it? No, it's not. not great so, um, to crash about. <laughs> no, so I think we've discovered it. Like, the pilots thought they were comedians, but yeah. they weren't. So, yeah. yeah. There's not really much more we can say about this, is there? No, no, we've hmm. got it all dusted. Yeah, we've done and dusted. we yeah. sorted it. So it's either a wormhole, pirates, Nazis, <laughs> or, or the pilots were just having yeah. a practical joke that went badly, very badly. So yeah. we narrowed it down. Yeah. We didn't even bother trying to figure out what Stendek was. I was planning on doing, trying to come up with anagrams or like meanings of or acronyms or something for it, but I didn't. I couldn't even be bothered. I don't know how people do this. Yeah. I mean, I thought about it, and then I was just like, "No, nah, I'm not doing that." Yeah, I, I mean, thought I'd actually give an effort, put an effort into my research, but I decided not to. I mean, I don't think there's really anything we could come up with anyway, even if we no, could do that. No, some things just aren't going to be explained. We just really ever. talked about. Kind of, I mean, the best theory I think for it, and I, I, I'm not sure we buy it, is that it was trying to say descent or something like that. I don't, I don't buy that either. I just yeah. think I, I'm, I'm all for the pirate theory, to be honest. Yeah. I think that just takes into account everything. I think that's all it could be, and there are air pirates. Yeah. There um, are. I don't, I, I don't want anyone telling me they're not because there are air pirates. Don't you dare try to email me and tell me there aren't. Well, there are people who hijack planes. Yeah. 
It's usually to pirates. go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they just wanted what was on the plane. They hopped off and let it crash. Mm. They'd have but to it's quite a valuable plane. Them. That's the thing. It's quite a valuable plane. I, I don't understand why they wouldn't try and take the plane for their own. Yeah. N- yeah. That's the one they, thing that I can't yeah. factor into my theory. So they could have possibly been after the diamond. Possibly. I mean, it's, or, or I, it what's in the diplomatic like it could bag? Be a film, this, couldn't it? Pardon? It, it sounds like it could be a film. It probably is a film. Yeah. Or they could have been out after what was in the diplomatic bag. I mean, that they could have, have been asked after the German lady, but I don't really think she's a Nazi. I don't think she has Nazi connections because, like you said, she was going home to Chile. She lived in Chile. Yeah. She might have just gotten stuck in Germany during war. I mean, that, that di- diplomatic thing. Going back to that, that could have been something really important that someone didn't want to find out. Yeah, that's true. So that that could be a reason why it's kind of crashed. Yeah. So so yeah, we basically have no definite answer for this whatsoever. But we think it's bloody interesting. I think it's bloody. I think it's pirates. Okay, I think that's the yeah. only thing it could be. I'll think pirates till my deathbed. Yeah. Until so someone you, proves otherwise. Essentially, or, Tom, the, or the wormhole of space and time. It could be that as well. Yeah, Tom essentially thinks Captain Hook stole the bloody plane. I didn't say it was Captain Hook. Yeah, you did. But Jason <laughs> Isaacs, I would probably let him steal the plane. Oh, hello, Jason Isaacs. Hello, Jason. We know you're listening. Yeah. He's not. He's just definitely not. No. <laughs> no one listens to no this one apart we from talk our... about it. Not even Hitler listens to our podcast. <laughs> I wonder why, Matt. <laughs> even if he did fake his death in 1947, he's going to be dead. <laughs> what Was it 48? When did he fake his death? Well, when did he die? 45. <laughs> 45. Like, why did I think it was like 48? When, when the war yeah, ended, Tarvin. <laughs> yeah, I know. Why did I think it was 48? I've no idea. But um, even if he did fake his death, he'd be dead now. Unless he found some way, like the elixir of life. Maybe maybe that's what he was actually after the whole time. Yeah. He wasn't and really racist, he was just after the elixir of life. It wouldn't, be, it wouldn't surprise me if you could find that somewhere in South America. Because I, I do think... I, I'm pretty sure there is... A rumour or a legend of there being a fountain of youth in South America. Yeah, because I know, I know there's one in Japan or China somewhere, because the, the theory's quite big over there somewhere. That's because they don't fucking age there. Wasn't there a Percy Fawcett thing about trying to find the elixir of life or something? Um, or something. I think he was trying to find a lot of things. He was yeah. trying to find the City of Gold, he was trying to find El Dorado, he was trying to find Atlantis. He was trying to find everything, wasn't he? Yeah, so yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, so uh, yeah, we think Hitler managed to survive. Yeah, yeah. By yeah, we're wrapping this up with Stardust. Yeah, we're wrapping up the Stardust yeah. episode with the Hitler found the elixir of life. Yeah. <laughs> Why the Hitler? Why always with the Hitler? <laughs> uh, anyway, I think we should actually say, you know, sayonara. Yeah. Hail. All right. Uh, don't. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Ta-ta. Ta-ta for now.